Greetings and welcome to another episode of Duck Duck Dice, a show where we play Dungeons and Dragons and put it on the internet. My name is Sam. I am the dungeon master for this game, which takes place in the land known as Amber Rush. We thank you all for joining us for episode 37 of Duck Duck Dice. Duck Duck Dice is part of the Party Follow Games family, where we post fresh gaming content every single week. And Clint is going to tell you a little bit more about the offerings that we have. Yeah, we offer uh, <laughs> some. No, uh, we have a podcast every Tuesday, but not the last three Tuesdays and not the next two Tuesdays. Uh, Dan had surgery, so Dan's a bit loopy on pain meds right now, so he doesn't want to do a, uh, uh, a podcast. Like podcast. He doesn't uh, want to have his words recorded somewhere where yeah. they live. He also like, has to stay like uh, <laughs> horizontal, so he can't like sit up and talk into a camera. Oh. So, uh, so yeah, we're not doing the podcast still for another few weeks while Dan is healing. Uh, but yeah, every Tuesday we do a podcast about video games, uh, video game news, kind of that kind of stuff. I really kind of lost the thread there for a second. Yeah. Come back in uh, February for it, yeah. when it's back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, me, Neil, and uh, Dan, my two buddies, Neil and Dan, are on it. Uh, we talk about video games, video game news, what we're playing, what we think about games, take a deep dive into some topic, uh, and discuss it. So, if you like games, you might like that. I don't know. You got nothing else to listen to someday maybe listen to it speaking of speaking of other things you might like you might like something that danny says next right maybe probably not but maybe um why are you gonna say something to listen to I'm, no, glad we were, I'm, just, I'm glad we record this and put it for, like, <laughs> for people to watch <laughs> uh yeah it's my turn to say that there's a bunch of other creators that go into uh, making this podcast show thing, whatever, possible. Um, and that would be the music that we get from places like Tabletop Audio, Kevin McLeod, and Will Savino over at Music D20, um, who is coming out with a new album on Friday. Definitely check him out on Twi- Twitter, not Twitch, Twitter, and his band camp, I believe it is. Uh, and He's all on Spotify, the maps too. that we use. He is on Spotify? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't either. Check him out on Spotify. Um, and the maps that we use in this game that are not Sam Inglot Originals. We get our maps from Neutral Party and Two Minute Tabletop, both fantastic resources. You might want to use them in your own games at home. Maybe. You know? Yeah. And even if I don't use the maps, sometimes I use barrels and things like that. They actually have some cool asset packs that I want to like make a dungeon out of. But I have done that. That takes we have time. Two Minute Tabletop stuff. It's a lot of fun. I'm sure it is. Well, thanks, Danny. There's also like yeah. there are there are crates and barrels. But crates and like, barrels feature prominently in the land of Amber Rush. Isn't as there well. like an expensive furniture store for like yuppies? Oh yeah. Oh. I think it's the Crate and Barrel. Yeah. Oh, the Crate yeah. and Barrel is the name of the store. I believe that that's a thing. I'm and, and Cracker Barrel is a chain of restaurants that typically are located off of highway exits. That's true. That that's, a thing. Yeah, that's true. They have yeah. a gift shop in there. Yeah. There's a gift yeah. shop with like little knickknacks. You can buy giant checkerboards. Yeah. Yeah. Put them on your wooden barrels that you keep on your porch. 
Yeah. And, and, and speaking of other barrels, our heroes find themselves in the barrel. Is that a saying, right? It's, everyone gets a turn in the barrel. I that's don't think that's a saying, but I think that's a thing. I think that our characters find themselves in a bit of a barrel. <laughs> as <laughs> in a bit of a pickle barrel, one in might a, say. Yes, there we go. Um, when we last left the blessed, they had found themselves in a bit of a pickle barrel. Rip. <laughs> two pickle uh, barrels being, <laughs> two pickle barrels on opposite sides of the kingdom uh, the group had gotten split up uh, in Spanifix where they were trying to uh, assistance for <coughs> rescuing Eret's parents who had been kidnapped by the Tenebris clans um, eventually the group split up in a maybe disjointed attempt to rescue Eret a fully planned out attempt a shoot from the hip thing it happened most of the group teleported away leaving ally in the city uh the rest of the group is making their way uh back towards spanifix to rendezvous with their ally ally in spanifix uh who did a little errand for the lady of ivy feeding an apple to uh a certain cow in the city uh who and the lady of ivy later revealed herself in her true form, that of a massive green dragon. By the um, name of? Oh. <laughs> I, that's... that's a good question. <laughs> I know what I'm just not saying. I'm not, it's not, yeah, that hasn't come up yet, Clinton. That hasn't, that, that has not come up. Uh, she has different names now, like the Lady of Ivy. Um, so, uh, Ally, you were in the presence of this massive green dragon, um, your former master, for all intents and purposes, who had um, once again kind of called you into servitude. Um, you, she kind of you know, told you to leave and wait um, in her sort of main foyer chamber, the large room with the big um, pillars and the lone chair kind of in the lonely center beneath the open air ceiling. Um, and you were told to just wait there by her until you are summoned. What do you do? Um, yeah, I think he's going to go out and wait. All right. Um, no, this isn't. I'm looking for something different, vibey. Here we go with this. Um, so about maybe two hours go by as you're sitting there. Um, the only thing that you heard from uh the the dragon, sort of behind the wall of pillars and tall green sheets behind you, you heard a loud splash but nothing else. Um, and about two hours go by and eventually, and you've seen them kind of wandering around. You've seen them, you know, these, these have been the, the figures that have sort of approached you out in public and brought you here and the, and, and the like, um, these tall, rather gaunt looking kind of humanoid shaped people under, dark cloaks um 
that sort of give them this wispy appearance um, as they walk. Two of them uh, approach you, and one speaks and says, You are to come with us to the Sootway. The Lady of Ivy has a job for you there. Hey, lead the way. And you follow them out of the large temple-like building that uh, she resides in and through the <clears throat> elegant embossed streets of the Emerald Alleys out towards the Sootway. Um, it's about... Did we stop on what kind of time of day it was? About midday? Was I mean... Morning-ish. Morning. So, yeah. It would be like late, late kind of morning-ish, yeah. maybe, by this time. Yeah. So... We'll say it's we'll say it's noon. We'll say like right around noon, and um, you're taken through the busy sootway. Um, there's almost kind of like a an audacity now to the way that these two are walking through the streets. They're kind of like people are kind of like taking notice of them a little bit. Um, these two dark cloaked figures, um, but. You know, as soon as they pass, people seem to kind of just like go about go about um, about their business, um, eventually forgetting you or going on, you know, with whatever job they were doing. The two figures lead you to what seems like a area of the subway um, where there are a lot of storage and warehouses, and they lead you to one large barn-like warehouse. Um, and they rap on the door and it creaks open and you can see a little pair of cobalt little cobalt head poke out look up open the door and the two figures head on in and the other one looks he says you coming yeah all right he closes the door behind you um inside you see probably about three dozen kobolds in this large barn um you see three very large windowless wagons um and a familiar face sitting atop one of them uh looks like glenna the criminal that you all know from your trip out of the halcyon plateau who uh you also met or met back up with you know early on when you first arrived in Spanifix. And she's just sitting up top. She says, well, well, well. So you're involved in this, I see. I'm involved in a lot of things, it seems. Hmm. Well, from what I'm told, she jumps off the wagon and approaches you. She says, you're to drive the first cart to the bridge. If um, well, if you have any other business to tend to in the city, I assume you go do it now. Because once I tell you what I have to tell you, you won't be leaving the barn. Uh, all right. Well, I have one quick thing to take care of, and I will be back then. All right. Very well. I will leave. Looks like it's pretty cordial. All right. <clears throat> she was always cordial with us. 
I don't remember that. It's just children acting up that caused her to not be cordial. Did she, like, legitimately try to stab us at one point? Not me. <laughs> no. All right. Um, <laughs> at, as you, you head out, um, make a perception check. I never antagonized her. I don't think I ever, ever even really talked to her. A perception check. Okay. Natural 20. Starting off right. That's 26. All right. All right. Yeah. As you um, head out, um, it's clear that there are a couple kobolds tailing you right now. Uh, I'm going to lose them. All right. Um, as you start, are you, how are you trying to lose them? You're just running away? you trying to duck into a corner? Uh, I'm going to go like... So I'm trying to get to Joe Debs, but I'm going the opposite way initially. Like back towards the uh, tower where Eret was. And I'm going to try and yeah, like lose him in a crowd and disappear down an alley. Alright, so you're running into kind of the city center and trying to... Uh, got it. Alright, um... So you just take off running um the kobolds about three of them so i see you taking off and, and and give chase behind you uh and they keep pace with you basically until you get to the center of town um which is just kind of a circular chaos of foot traffic and wagons making their way through that central hub of town um and you as you're running through make a perception check Uh, that's a 16. 16. All right. Uh, as you are making your way through the crowd, going to, uh, trying to dodge, uh, and, and lose your tail, um, you look over where, you know, the, this music is so off for this moment. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to see if I turn it up a little. Uh, go, let's see what this does. Um, you look off to where the sort of it's not so much of a tower as it is a um almost like an obelisk a large large obelisk the um the dragon or the wyvern rider tower um and you can see that this maybe 15 foot tall scaffolding has been erected maybe about 30 feet away from it um and on top of this scaffolding they're sitting a cow. You make your as you, and that's what you see as you begin to uh, kind of make your way, cut your way through the crowd. Uh, make a stealth check to try to dodge your. Well, cow twenty four. Sorry. Uh, twenty. All right. Uh, yeah, and it's not before long that you are um, free of your kobold tails. My tail fall off? <laughs> I will, uh, yeah, make my way to back towards the way, uh, keeping an eye out for any kobolds or other such 
uh, cloaked guys and make my way back to the foul quarters. All right. Yeah. Um, kind of pulling far enough out uh, away from kind of doing a long loop and doubling back. Um, you make your way to the sitway and, and the foul headquarters. Uh, you know, and it doesn't seem like. Uh, let me roll something real quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem like you were followed by your tails, at least. I mean, you've seen other kobolds, but I mean, you're just another kobold. Um, and kind of a sea of them. Um, and it definitely seems like there's more kobolds out than normal. Like you're just seeing more of a presence of them on the street. Okay. Yeah, I'll make my way to Joe's office. Okay. Yeah. And you're escorted in and Joe's sitting there. He uh he has no shirt on. He has like and he's just standing there behind his desk, uh, with suspenders down by his waist, uh just puffing fiercely on a pipe, and you could just see he's like sweating and covered in like straw and stuff like that. And you come in, says my my brain is stuck kind of pirate. I see if it's her. You little shithead. Turn the other. The joke. Yeah. That's. I was like, I can't talk right now. I'm going to do pirate. I don't know why I'm about to do pirate. He says, well, well, well. I didn't uh, think I'd be seeing you again. I thought you were. Uh, well, I thought that I would be out of town as well. Uh, some things might have changed my plans a bit and maybe change yours too. So I thought I'd come say at least, uh, Spanifix might be, well, fucked, I guess. Um, uh, I did, I shouldn't have done what I did, but um, I fed that apple to that cow, and then she kind of like said that the cow's going to kill the wyvern riders, and then she's going to take over the town. And now they were pulling some wagons out onto the bridge, and I don't know what that's about, but you might, I don't know, if you can get out of Spanifix and everyone you can, it might be for the best. Uh, you know, I appreciate Ally for always being direct. Takes a long drag on his pipe while I think about this. <laughs> and he says, You think we should abandon the city? We shouldn't fight back? Uh, how far along is how far along is this plan? Well the cow is on the scaffolding to be eaten by the wyverns at lunch I'm assuming so it's kicking off I would say where where is the dragon uh, I, I don't know she was at the emerald alleys but she might have splashed on out of there to somewhere else And you think we should abandon the city? Unless you want to fight a dragon and an army of kobolds, I might be... I don't know. There's a lot of them out there today. They're up to something. 
we need to uh we need to alert the city the the city must be roused we can't this is the largest city in the kingdom we cannot evacuate it like this and i won't just abandon the people of this city they rely as much on us as we rely on them we need to well we need to go to the person who is in charge of spanifix who i am thinking about very diligently in my head right now uh yes um Leomas Ozander. We must she is the council leader and the de facto leader of Spanifix. I will go to her and we'll see if we can Well what we can do about this. If you knock down that scaffolding that cow's on, you might be able to stop that before they eat it. I don't know. You'd have to go quick. And that would have been... I mean, from the time that you saw that would have been maybe like an hour ago, 40, 40 minutes, an hour ago from when oh, you had double back. long? Well, I mean, you would have had to, you know, if you cut through the center of, of town, I mean, it's a pretty big... It's a big city. Okay. Yeah. Or it would, have it would have taken you at least 20 minutes to get out to where you were and 20 minutes to get back to where the foul was um, just making your way through different parts of the city it says if you saw it, it it may be too late for that but maybe there is a reason to hope this is um, is this a fight you'll be sticking around for I will do what I can I'm not the stickiest person I'm afraid I don't get the reference, <laughs> but if you... You asked if I was sticking around. Honored. I'm not uh, sticky. Ah, yes, it's that you always had the strangest humor in the most tense of circumstances. I never really understood that one. I tried to get all fired up and punched up, and you're just like over here cracking, you know, kobold elder jokes. <laughs> Maybe it's a kobold <laughs> thing. I don't know. I don't know either. But it would be an honor to fight by your side again. And if you wanted to get the fuck out of Dodge, I would not blame you. Especially if none of your friends are here. Either way, you know you always have my respect. Um, yeah, uh, there's these wagons too. I don't know what that's about. I'm going to go back there and figure that out. And maybe see what I can do to throw a wrench in that if it's something that I think is, I don't know, not the greatest. And I'll tell him the, the barn, where the barn thing is. Okay. It says. If you want to put up a blockade or something with pile wagons to keep them kind of occupied for a time to give you some time. I can jam up the streets around the wagon, or around the, the warehouse. That will, uh, well, maybe delay anything they have planned with that. 
and uh, maybe that will give you enough time to see how you can throw a wrench in the gears. And at the same time, I'll go myself to the council spires. Ready, break. All right. And uh, <clears throat> Joe, snap, snap, puts on some, uh, <laughs> pulls up his suspenders, and he says, let's go do this. And heads up, grabs his shillelagh, and shirtless, walks the fuck out of his office, and just is like starting to rally boys up, um, barks some orders, and you see just like probably a dozen wagons and half-filled carts and stuff roll out of the FOW headquarters uh, in the direction of the warehouse. Um, and uh, Debs jumps onto this small stand-up, almost like a chariot-style wagon, and shirtless and shillelagh just whoosh, and whoosh, rolls off towards the council spires. I'm going to sneak back towards the center of town and loop back around, uh, trying to be seen again, coming back from the center of town. Okay. Um, make a... Uh, yeah, make a stealth check to get yourself in that position and then try to... Uh, 21. 21. Um, as you mar make your way through town or through uh, the center of, of town, keeping to kind of the positioning yourself first within the crowd and then marking up where you would have been your trajectory, you get back into the opener areas to be seen. Um, and walking back towards that direction, it doesn't take too long uh, before one of the kobolds that was chasing you, you see him like, ah, and runs up. Hey, where, where you been? I, well, I, had a, I had to pay off a bill from breakfast the other day. Make a deception check. <laughs> uh, 12. He just goes, you're lying. Yeah, you're right. I mm, I had to poop really bad, so I... Come on! And he grabs your arm and he just starts pulling you back towards the, the place. <laughs> uh, gets back to the... And you... You're actually pretty impressed. You had to, like... You and this kobold, like, ducked your way underneath what looked like... I mean, there you, you cut your way through just an angry backup of wagons and horses and foot couriers carrying large parcels and things like that and it just seems like the direction that you're heading is just completely jammed up with traffic um seemingly out of nowhere uh and uh, the kobold's just kind of like pulling you and you guys are going between and under wagons and around people's legs darting your way back towards the barn uh where he wraps on it and it creaks open and kobold head pops out and he pulls you in and door shuts behind you and he looks up at Glenna and the two dark uh, cloaked figures and says this one ran and then was, was lollygagging around Glenna says so did you do what you needed to do I don't know I tried we'll see And the one of the dark figures says, And where were you going? Well, I went to the center of town, 
we got breakfast there the other day and well kind of skipped on the bill um and then i had to poop really bad so it kind of spiraled for a bit and then well i'm back here now I had this stomach issue i'm not sure if it's fully worked out yet make a deception check natural 20 <laughs> 24. nice And they rolled all super high, but not <laughs> 24. Um, and she just sort of, Glenn is sort of like just the, the little kobold's holding onto your, your, your arm still. And she just kind of like shoves him with it, with her foot back and he falls over and all the other kobolds kind of just like turn and like, like hiss almost at her as she does that. Um, she goes, these kobolds so difficult to work with well now that you're done and you've paid your breakfast bill are you ready to know what your job is i suppose i won't be able to oh, do it and if actually make a perception check as well I don't know how this to is do a, it. a retroactive retroactive perception check 18 plus 6 24 the cow was gone <gasps> cow 24 um no she says this little rabble here she says gesturing to all the kobolds who have just kind of like now scattered at this point and remain around the i mean feel like the, the barn is pretty big but there's a lot of kobolds here um and there are these three large wagons all hitched up ready to go um but they're all windowless uh, there's just a single kind of latched large door on the back of each of them um and she says we're going to roll over to the northern bridge and well hold it when we get the signal and she opens up the the first back wagon and you can see it's filled with barrels of what look like caltrops and these and then what look like a bunch of like large metal spiked kind of almost like barricade you know like a giant you know like like jacks from you know like they look like that like and, and oh yeah and and it looks like they're the first two wagons are filled with like steel bars and spiked caltrops and large like barrier spikes and things like that uh she says this we start we park ourselves on the eastern side of the road you'll be leading in the front wagon i'll be in the second another kobold behind or she uh, she says we've got a foul member driving the third um she says we start on the eastern side when we get the signal we make our way west across the bridge dropping this stuff as we go kobolds will do the rest there and she says and to help us make sure that bridge is clear she goes and opens up the wagon in front there are no lights on the inside of this wagon on any of these wagons just kind of the natural light from the barn um letting its light in she opens up this other door and there is this moment where you see five heads turn and look at you muzzled faces with these glowing white eyes 
they are the there are five humans all looking to be young males in black and steel armor shields and swords and there are these just white stairs looking back at you and she closes the door and says they've been told what to do seems uh the lady of ivy has a few connections down south maybe she could have helped your friend air says you drive this wagon she says she'll give us a signal whatever that is apparently we'll know it when it happens and that's when we move from east to west across the bridge stopping flow of traffic in or out of the city and we're to wait there for more kobolds we'll be about mid bridge so I hope heights don't freak you out now, I mean, should they? I really thought about it before. <laughs> yeah, that's a long way down. Nah, I'm sure it'll be fine. There's like rails on the bridge, right? Like, we won't just like fall off. Yeah, I mean, there's rails. Yes. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> I mean, how high are these rails? She just is like, <sighs> cobalts and kind of walks away. <laughs> <laughs> But really, how high are the rails? But I mean, they're, they're about four feet tall. Damn. Okay. Too high to run a wagon over the side of. Yeah. <laughs> you get creative. <laughs> you could. T- I mean, if you, I would say you could certainly try to tip the wagon over that wall. These are big wagons. I mean, the the these the wagons themselves are like like probably each twice as big as yours like in terms of like capacity wise um yeah so you're there in a packed barn with three wagons all loaded up you can see uh at some point a uh a paunchy looking fellow kind of comes in uh human he's like oh man a hell of a time getting here passing traffic is crazy out there roads are all jammed up we might be we might have to push back the schedule and you can hear one of the cloaked figures say we will stick to the plan here's your payment and you see um what looks like a, a small bag containing something get transferred into the hand of this who you assume is the foul member he says all right but i'm driving the wagon and that's it Go from, well, that's all i'm doing right per our agreement and then he starts he says we're puts in starts inspecting the wagons i will climb onto my wagon and wait for further instruction all right Outside, how long after? About 
two hours go by. And during that time, there have been kobolds kind of coming in and out um, who and there you, you feel you get the sense that and, and Glenn is like pissed these two like, you know, um, uh, the, the, the two cloaked figures from Lady Vivi's place seem perturbed. There's like an anxiety rising over like about two hours as kobolds are coming in and out. And it's pretty clear like they're talking about like we can't move the wagons out of here like this whole place is just jammed um and the the tensions just seem to really be rising after a couple hours um clearly the blockade that joe debs put together is at least delaying this part it seems of the plan anything else that you're doing this moment nope all right Another hour passes by, and that's when you hear the sound of something several blocks away crashing down into a building. And you can hear kind of far off screams. And the screams and the chaos sort of grow louder and louder. And a kobold comes dashing in. Is like, the roads are clearing. The roads are clearing. Let's go. Let's go. And everybody begins to saddle up. Okay. And the 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 gates open up. You take the wagon out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You head out into the streets. It's pretty clear that there was like a traffic jam here, but you can see that it has started to clear, and there are people rushing, kind of towards the center of town. Um, along the the route that you would have to take to get like wagons of this size through the city. Yeah, I'll pull out into the crowd, I guess. Yeah, and as you begin to make your way through the city, you can see smashed into um, buildings along the would be kind of the southeastern edge of the city center just on the edge of the sootway you can see the mangled body of a wyvern that has just crashed and smashed into the side of a building um and a large grouping of people kind of gathered around the building and at that same time off further uh north uh east or northwest in the city you can see a, a wyvern just sort of dropping like a stone out of the sky and crashing somewhere far off on city streets out of your vision um the city is in a what almost seems like sheer panic at this point um and as you just begin to clear the city street there is a deafening roar that just bellows out from the city behind you as all heads kind of turn and shooting up into the sky is the massive silhouette of a dragon that crescendos at above the city and swoops down and as it does it just tears the top off of the wyvern rider tower sending stones flying into the city center behind you it seems that 
and, this, and, and you get the sense from the wagon as the city is kind of panicked around you and people are fleeing now in your direction you get to set like you can hear reactions from kobolds and stuff like that along the wagons like that was supposed to be the signal and you guys aren't in position so whatever you're the blockade definitely screwed something up in this dragon's plan to take over the city um but you can hear glenna behind you keep going keep going we have to get to the bridge. I'm going to try to hit every pothole as hard as possible. <laughs> to bust a wheel or an axle or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, make a... Make a perception check. So you're trying to find, like, stuff, like, where can I absolutely just rock a... Uh, that's a natural one, so a seven. <laughs> You're, you keep trying to avoid hitting people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, there's there's a lot of people in the way. There's you're like, oh, that'd be good, and then it's like, oh god, there's too many people there. I have to. And, there's and, a child. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, you you are now making your way. You're about to kind of like cross out of the city from the um, the northern downs. I think the entertainment district, the the northernmost part of the city, over into onto the main bridge, the northern bridge. Okay, I'm going to go... I'm going to take the corner too fast. Yeah, I'm going to try and take the corner too fast and wreck this wagon over the edge of the bridge if I can. Like, because we're turning onto the bridge? Is that what you mean? Uh, Yeah, so it's kind of... It's it's more of like a straight shot onto the bridge. Like, oh, okay. It's a fairly open area. I mean, the, the bridge itself is probably about a quarter mile wide. Okay. It's pretty big. Um, And so... You, I mean, but you could definitely like take an angle and try to, because at this point people are booking it across that bridge. In, I mean, you know, dozens and dozens of people are just fucking running. Yeah, I'm gonna try and yeah, just kind of hit it onto the side of the railing and flip it over it somehow. If I can, okay. like nice little. <laughs> yeah, make an animal handling check. <laughs> and hopefully, I can jump off of it. Uh, 13. Uh, 13. Um, so I'm doing this in kind of a few, few, few places. Like, so, so you, you're trying to get up enough speed, but like, like, again, there's people like just running in your way and you're about to approach the, um, uh, the wall and you just like haven't built up enough speed but you think that there is a way maybe for you to whip the horses back and the weight of the wagon maybe kind of crashing in so make another animal handling check uh 16 so 19 19 you manage to swing the wagon and the there's a, there's like an opening where people are there's a group of people and you are sort of starting to careen towards the wall and you can hear glenna behind you screaming like what are you doing like, as you're heading towards this wall um and there's a moment where you kind of have to slow down for a minute and then and then turn quickly and people are kind of like trying to run in front of you trying to get back and as you start to approach the wall there's a moment where you have to decide, am I going 
am I going for this or not? Like, am I going to like, cause if there's people between me, they're going to get smashed and you go and there's a group of like eight people sprinting down the side of the wall and you're going full speed and they see you coming and they stop, which gives you like 25 feet of clearance where the side of this wagon smashes into the wall and uh the top of it the 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 front of the wagon kind of hits it and bucks the back up and as you the horses pull back around towards the center of the bridge the back half of that wagon swings around and the door flies open and the carriage starts to get pulled down off the side of the bridge the horse is going and the whole thing going with it make a dexterity saving throw (laughs) Sorry, horses. I'm gonna be so mad. Uh, Dex save you said? Mm hmm. Uh, 25. 25. (laughs) As you, you, the wagon starts to get pulled down, and the the wagon along with it, the the horses neighing (laughs) and yelling at. And there's, I mean, you can hear, like, behind you is just the roar of a dragon and destruction of a city like rising screams growing behind you as the city is just fleeing in terror from this dragon uh, and then there's the chaos on the bridge and the screaming of the horse and the crash of the wagon and in all the blur you are up and over and back onto the street and kneeling there before you head down catching his breath one of the soldiers from the wagon seems to have clawed his way up and is staring you down. Roll initiative. <laughs> um, I'm not going to use a map for this since there's only two of you. Um, if that's okay with you. Um, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. Glenn's not going to come and stab him in the back while he's fighting. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, uh, let me let me roll for initiative. <laughs> What'd you roll? Uh, eighteen. You rolled a twenty-two. Um, he stands up. And again, like, you can't see his face underneath. He's got this this helmet on and this, like, steel polished looking. It's like rounded, but still very aggressive, like muzzle that is like strapped to his face. Um, and these white glowing eyes, just blank stare looking at you. Um, he stands up, muscles and armor just kind of like poised. And he probably i mean he would have been probably 20 feet away from you he runs up on you and makes three uh attacks with his sword uh that's a 13 a 22 and a 12 uh 22 uh you take 12 uh slashing damage from the sword as it just three quick volleys from like a twirl of this blade um and as you get close to this like as he's up on you you can feel this this energy like, like kind of 
Yeah, 13 damage. Um, wait, no. 12. 12 damage. Um, you can just feel like this energy kind of like pulsating, like your scales stand up on end. <laughs> like a static cling. <laughs> um, it is your turn. Uh, um, oh. Okay, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to punch or stab at him with the boomerang blade. All right. That's a 20. Uh, 20, 20 hits. Okay. Uh, eight damage, and I'm going to try and stunning strike him. Okay. So, a con save. 14. Con save of 14. Uh, he fails. He rolls a 10. Um, as you... As he comes swing up on you, striking you once, you sort of take the blow and look for that opening. You strike at him, um, hitting true right between the armor with the boomerang blade, and his body just sort of seizes up for a moment, and you kind of see like like a flicker almost of the light in his eyes. As he's just kind of like ugh, kind of coiled over in pain. Uh, and then I will hit How much him damage the- did you do? Sorry. Uh, it was six, I think. No, so it's more than six because I do six automatically. So. Yeah, eight. eight, eight damage. Okay, all right. Uh, and I'm going to stab at him again, which is the twelve. Oh no, advantage because uh, he's stunned. Right. Uh, sixteen. Uh, sixteen hits and stunned. You can't do anything, right? You're incapacitated. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sixteen. Uh, yeah. So that is 11 damage. Okay. Uh, so two stabs, and then I will... Uh, stunned. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, he's going to vault up onto the railing of the bridge uh, and take off using his bonus action dash to go... All right. 90 feet. Okay. Uh, so you run off. Uh, it probably. You're probably about 10 feet away from the wall. Um, so you're probably 80 feet down it, um, away from him as he finally shakes it off. Um, and you just hear <laughs> as he sheaths his short and just, <laughs> just fires two blasts of energy uh, he's stunned until my you. next turn though oh until your next turn yeah not the okay okay so never mind he's so stunned. i would get another uh so dash 90 90 plus 45 is uh well you would have been eight because you had to get to the wall first yeah so, so you would have been 80 feet away from him and, and then, then so 80 plus another 90 plus another 45 because I can bonus oh, action. Step yeah. Someone math real quick. Yeah, 135 plus 80. So that would be, well, what do you want to call it? 200 and... 250. 250, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, 
me see here something real quick. Uh, uh. All right. Um, yeah, he uh, fires at you. Um, or you are you 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 hear this like whizzing sound behind you. Um, as he's still from very far away. Um, well, actually, no, it would just dissipate. Never mind. Uh, you can hear these blasts of energy and look over and you see he's just like chasing after you, losing ground, um, just firing these blasts of energy at you. Um, and then you see he sort of just breaks off chase from you. Uh, and then just stops, looks around and pulls his sword back out and starts marching back up towards the city. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna say, well, Joe, my apologies, and I'm gonna down the bridge to try and find Santiago and Dunbar. All right, Dunbar, is that right? Yep, Santiago and Dunbar. Yeah. All right. So you, um, along with a sizable, a lot of other people, (laughs) uh, begin running uh, north across the bridge back to the mainland. Uh, in the Eastern Range, or in the Brando Lowlands. And uh, I think that's where we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Duck, Duck, Dice. Uh, breaking news, a green dragon has just taken over Spanifex, and Ally managed to get out of Dodge. Um, so, Ally, you are, um, you know, at this point now in the day... Uh, around five o'clock or so so getting on late afternoon almost early evening sun's starting to on the uh back side of the horizon there slide down uh and you hurriedly make your way across the bridge you know that the foul members in your wagon are supposed to be half a day outside of town so if you were to go into you know the early morning hours you could make it there um, in about eight or so hours. Uh, yeah, I will do that. I take a point of exhaustion when you okay. get there. Yeah. Uh, when he gets there, he's going to. Is, are we just doing on just do it now? Or... Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, so, uh, but so, you know, taking a, a, a look behind you. Um, actually, where would the. Maybe looking back fairly often. Yeah, you'd be look. Yeah, you'd be. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying you'd be looking. I was trying to picture where the sun was in my head. Um, but you could, you can see like, I mean, smoke rises from Spanifix, um, and there is a sizable crowd that's has been moving at like various paces. Um, I mean, you you're kind of far, you know, ahead. But every time you take a break, you can look back and see. There's some large groups of slow moving stragglers. Other people are kind of racing. A few carts and horses maybe have made it through and have, you know, passed you just hauling ass with a few horses. Um, And you make your way through the low lying kind of area. Um, That's probably fairly wet. Let's see what the weather is. We haven't done a weather check. What was it like last time? It was, was semi cloud. It was, it, was, it was sunny. It, it was, was sunny. sunny. Yeah, it was sunny. And then okay, no, I rolled that. Sky. And it's. I mean, 
you know, it's cloudy and sunny, half and half. It's a half and half kind <laughs> of thing. Really cloudy. Um, mm. Yeah, partly cloudy. And uh, you moving at a pretty good clip. I mean, with a with a you're looking for a wagon with a large shell on top of it. Uh, and you're going to keep moving until you see it. You press on. Uh, I'm going to stop right. about halfway through the day and write a note out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to write a note when I think I'm getting close to the wagon. Uh, it's just going to be... It's going to say, give... Keep going north. Look for... And then I will describe the four of them. And then give the wagon what? to them. Your That's plan all. is to give give a note to... And keep going, yeah. I'm going to give the note to them. Oh, wait. I don't know that they're coming south. I don't think they're coming south. I'm going to write a note to take the wagon to the chapel. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um... Yeah, you walk by, um, or you walk by, you, uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, make your way down the road. Um, I would say far ahead of most people. Like I said, people pretty much in wagons are passing you. You, there's a a crowd of slow moving people quite a ways behind you. Um, and so you're mostly alone on the road as you run through, you know, the setting of the sun and the uh, and and uh, at night, few folks you pass on the side of the road who have set up and made camp, but you continue to press on. Um, and people just look shell shocked. I mean, everyone that you're seeing on the road at this point is essentially running from Spanifix because anyone that was going towards it at this point is like, well, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going that way now. Um, just a, a shell shocked people from a very uh, terrifying day um, and the last group of people you pass are these uh, two women with black horses camped and you can see further ahead um, is your wagon just kind of further off the road than the rest of the wagons are clearly had been sitting there for a little bit longer um, with a tent set up and uh, a fire started okay yeah I'm going to uh, yeah, move through their camp, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, he'll, yeah, walk up to the camp. Like, uh, hi guys. Uh, uh, just passing through. Uh, you might want to move quickly. Things are kind of heating up in Spanifix, and I'll give, uh, What's Santiago the note and just kind of like all right well have a good night and I'm gonna keep going he says I uh, hold on a minute there there's I think something you ought to know yeah see those two ladies back there yeah black horses well pretty sure they followed us out of the city okay uh, yeah, you're fine. Just go on ahead. Uh, you might want to go quick. Uh, I'll figure out what they are. And hopefully you, I can deal with it. We'll see. You want to you wanna go right now? You don't want to... You don't want to rest up? 
Uh, you look like you. You look like you've been running all day. Uh, yeah, I have been, but uh, I think maybe running now and sleeping later is for the best. There's a dragon that took over Spanifix, so. <laughs> you know, yeah, the green this one. Is what it... No, it didn't. What? No, You're no, talking crazy. Okay, well, I'm just okay. Yeah, that's fair. Hold on. Wait. You're being serious. Yeah. He runs over. Dunbar! Dunbar! <laughs> wait, wait, what? What? Wait, wait, you can hear just like, it's here. Sounds like a crock of shit. <laughs> this stumbling out from inside the wagon uh, is... Uh, Dunbar. Um, well, no, he'd be in the tent. Sorry, he wouldn't be in your wagon. Uh, he, come, he comes out and is like, what are, you, what are you talking about, dragon? Some dragons? Sh- shut up. You're so fucking loud. <laughs> uh, there's ladies over there following you here. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, a dragon kind of took over Spanifix, so I don't know. Maybe if you... Oh, you know, I didn't think about it. Do either of you have families in Spanifix? Oh, God. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that's kind of... Yeah, we're, we're from Spanifix. Uh, I guess up to you, then. If you want to go back to Spanifix, um, you might want to go now, I guess. I don't know. There's a dragon. I don't have a family, so I don't know how that stuff all works. Um, and... The other one is just the the old man just kind of looks at me and says, "He did, he did give him a foul coin." He says, "Up to you." He goes, "We'll uh, we'll honor the agreement if that's what you want. But if you're relieving us from our agreement, let's figure out what these ladies are first, and then we'll see where we lie. But you guys might right. want to pack up while I do that." All right, we're, we're on it. We'll do it. And I will walk over to the ladies with the horses. Uh, as you turn and start to walk over there, make a perception check. Second one. Uh, uh, eight. Eight. You turn and start walking over there, um, and there, I mean, they were probably two hundred feet away or so. Um, and you walk about thirty feet closer to where they had a small fire, um, and you see that there are two horses sitting there, but they are not. Do they? What do the horses look like? Do they look like like dragon horses or like city guard horses? Uh, make a <laughs> perception check. Uh, 23. As you sort of look a little closer at these horses, you can see them sitting there and they, as they, they blink, you can see almost this red light in their eyes. And when they breathe, little gouts of flame almost come out of their noses. And they are like jet black against 
the the darkness of the area outside of the fire just picking up on like the shiny kind of like silhouette of their like onyx black coats um and they're huge they're big ass horses um and not like any kind of horse you've ever seen uh well fuck no sign of the ladies anywhere Mm -mm. i'll go back and i will tell them to head back to spanifix uh you guys go ahead i will relieve you of our deal you head back to spanifix uh you i don't know where those ladies are and they have some mean looking horses you turn and you start to walk back to where they are camped and standing there behind both of the old men are two darkly clad in sort of not armor um similar kind of robe like robes that you would you would have seen in some of your you know training and and past before um not specific ones but um a fighting person's robes <laughs> that's a fighting dark- man's gi <laughs> with, with with these dark veils over their faces um and blue hair uh and they one of them the 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 the, the uh santiago was like they kind of just appeared out of nowhere boss uh that's all right um you okay he says oh yeah we're 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 fine they seem pretty intent on talking to you though so (laughs) uh okay well what do you two ladies need from me are you the owner of this wagon uh i guess yeah hmm so did you come down from Marin's gate by chance oh well no i came from spanifix Oh, you mean before? Uh, yeah. Well, kind of in a roundabout way, I guess. We were at Marin's Gate, and then we went to, like that. You know that forest place where no one really goes. We went there. We hung out there for a little bit, and then we came back through, uh, and then to Spanifix. So I guess you could say we came from Marin's Gate to Spanifix, but not directly. <laughs> I don't know if that matters or not to you. One of them just kind of turns their head at the other, and they kind of give each other a look. You had friends, did you not? When you arrived in Spanifix. Uh, do, I, do I not have friends anymore? Was a furbolg among them? Well, no, we had like a... I don't know what you'd call him. He wasn't a furball. He was really short and like kind of budgy. Make a deception check. He wasn't furry, though. I don't know what you're talking about. I would say he was bulgy, though. 14. Uh, let's see here. For <laughs> insight. 14. They look at each other say the note 
What does it say? What? Oh, wait, no, that you gave it. You gave the note to. Did you give the note to Santiago? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they they would have the note. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, they say. So you'll continue to head north then. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? With this wagon. Well, I mean, if you want it, you can have it if you want it. I just have to take the horses, I think. You were seen, along with this wagon, in Spanifix, with a furbolg that we would very much like to speak with. For what? About what? I'm afraid that business is ours. Well, I mean, you're kind of making it my business, so... We will accompany you to your destination. I do have family in Spanifix, because there's a dragon there. I just fair warning, I told these guys, figured I'd tell you. Other dealings do not concern us. No family, got it, okay. We have our purpose. Is that kind of like a family? Do you get the, like the same like feeling of fulfillment out of it that you would a family? Maybe a question for another time. <laughs> I do not respond to some of this shit you say. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like most people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, why are you talking so much, you little lizard? <laughs> um, hold on. <laughs> I'm drunk enough for this. No, this is kombucha. <laughs> I need those good gut cultures <laughs> I say if wherever this wagon goes we plan on going oh okay well I mean we're not going anywhere tonight well we might I'll let you know if we do and one looks at the other and she just disappears and you can hear her walking behind you back towards their horses and the other one stays standing there in front of you with Santiago and Dunbar between the two of you she says my sister will fetch our horses okay we'll head out when you do Uh, well, are you two all right? <laughs> they didn't hurt you, right? To Dunbar. Oh, you're, you're, yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, he says, nope, they just kind of popped up out of nowhere. And, uh, well, she said she'd break my neck and I believe her. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you heard her. She's going to follow the wagon wherever it goes. Uh... You guys are welcome to go back to Spanifix. There's this nice wagon here if you want to take it. Wait, are you giving them your wagon? <laughs> yeah, the lady said she's going to follow the wagon. Alright. Uh, it says, um, 
Make a persuasion check. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> yeah, he would have heard it too, wouldn't he? <laughs> but I just want to hang out with him. Uh, <laughs> two, no, not two, two plus persuasion. So three. <laughs> yeah, he says, I don't. If you're willing to stay with these people and b- willing to break the agreement, that's, or call off the agreement, that we'll, we'll just be on our way. All right, that's fine with me. I don't want to keep you from your families. And the the woman just nods too as they kind of look at her, and they sort of just start walking, and then start taking off. Uh, at this point, you can see that these two horses that have been led up are like little smaller than <laughs> Clydesdales, like they're real big horses. Um, and there's almost this like little essence of flame coming out of their like snout and their mouths and just every once in a while wreathing their eyes um, and she says well when do we depart uh, are you packed up we're ready well then let me uh, tack the horses to the crumbopple and uh, tie off the Schnussel, and we'll be uh, on our way. Alright. And you head up into the wagon and you see tucked kind of like down in the seat is an envelope. I will pull said envelope out. Alright. As long as... It doesn't look... Yeah. They're just kind of sitting on their. They're sitting on their horses. They're they're keeping a. Okay. I mean, a, a key on, but they don't seem. They seem confident about their presence near you, like that they're in control. That's like. Okay. Yeah, I'll read the, whatever's it, look in the envelope. Yeah. Uh, you open it up, uh, and it's a letter that says, uh, "Here's a little bit of." Oomph for your next journey. Good luck, ally. Alligator. <laughs> As Joe Debs. And there's a little horseshoe drawn on the letter. Okay, I will pocket it. There's nothing right. else in the envelope? doesn't mean anything to me turn it over and it says hold on to the reins tight <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and we will grab the reins tight and yeah uh, I want you to make an animal handling <laughs> check for me real quick <laughs> uh, 16 16 you You've handled clip and clop before. <laughs> you you know it well. You give him a little the old giddy up and it is not You just hear this sloshing of coins as the horses take off almost sending like lurching the wagon violently forward um and 
even at a normal pace you manage to just hold on for dear life as these horses just shoot off um but they have some sort of maddening quickness added to them as if they can go almost twice as fast as they normally could and you get the sense that maybe that was Joe Debs in the foul working for you there <laughs> uh, try to keep up <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um, the so I was talking you guys basically have um what are they called? Uh, horseshoes of speed, speed on each of on clip and claw. Um, so now they're pimped out too. That means Una can't walk with them anymore. She's too slow. <laughs> <laughs> you can still go at a slow pace if you we want. You actually have to use horses like horses. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, it increases Sorry, their walking play. speed by thirty feet. So. For all intents and purposes, you guys, your traveling speed is like doubled. Nice. Done. Cool. Because of the horseshoes they got on. Um. Yeah. And surprisingly, though, these massive horses, while you st- while you can tell something has been, you know, modified with your horses, to <laughs> put it bluntly, um. And you're taking off. You're you're definitely gaining on these, like gaining distance on these horses pretty quickly. But you're surprised at how fast they're able to keep pace. Um, and eventually, there's like maybe a hundred feet of distance between the two of you as you're just kind of going forward. And then you see as the horses gallop, gallop, and in a splash of ember and smoke, they launch up into the air. These two jet black horses roaring with flames in the night and and rot, start almost next to you, keeping pace, like hovering in the air, running through it next to you. And they're just in the, flanking on both sides, the two riders just staring you down. <laughs> role play, Clint. Role play. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> That's what keeps me going. Um, yeah. So you are exhausted at this point, which so probably should be rolling disadvantage on some things, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> What what is your plan exactly? Uh, to ride on through the night at breakneck yeah, speed? Yeah, I don't think he has okay. much of a plan. All right, uh, <laughs> I will. Let's see here. How how do you, how would you run horses through the night? You think these are draft horses, right? Or riding horses? I don't know what they are. So, I mean, I've done animal handling checks to have them keep going so we don't just kind of veer off and go, we're going taking a nap, buddy. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking, like, if you want, like, do they take exhaustion or maybe they lose a hit die or something? Like, because you're pushing them so hard? Yeah, one of those two seems right. I like I like the losing a hit die. You can, like, like their level of exhaustion. Horseshoes on these horses for us and now you're trying to kill him already? Lovely. Yeah, we'll just take the horseshoes off them. 
Put him on the next horse. Oh, God. No! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The horse oh, just no. has some new shoes. It's not a new horse. It's still a cart. And if these horses die, we have new ones fine right next to us. Yeah. We have some cool ass black horses that breathe fire or something. Go. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they get, like, they're tired or whatever, he'll, he's not gonna, like, run them to death. Okay. Okay. Alright. Um, so... The blessed are heading directly towards each other along the road that stretches north and south through the Burundo lowlands. Um... Heading south is probably some uh, some frustration and just and, and, a, and a group of people just trudging along the road trying to meet up with their friend, <laughs> unknowing that a trail of destruction and chaos is being dragged back north and has taken root south uh, behind their friend. Um, for Lex and Eret and Kaya and Una, um, your traveling through the Burundo Lowlands is relatively uneventful as you are simply trying to get from point A to point B and four travelers walking along the road, um, the handful of well eventually eventually you guys would hmm i'm trying to think if traffic from spanifix would reach you but you you would be way far ahead of it like ally would be out ahead of that news i feel like just by the speed that he's moving yeah i think so I think yeah, that's right. Sleep and fast horses at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's probably yeah, like a rider are... or something, like someone on a horse go galloping by them. They wouldn't stop. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's true. The dragon is coming. The dragon is coming. Yeah. Um, Paul Revere comes <sighs> galloping by. <laughs> yeah. So for the three of you, it's just sort of a maybe grin and bear it kind of couple of days as you just trudge along the road everyone mad at each other (laughs) yeah i i don't i don't know like what i guess is there during this time is there anything anyone says or does um there i'm just gonna say it out loud you still have a magic sword that you don't know what it does uh and uh, what am I gonna do with it? I was gonna attack someone with it. No, no you're gonna have your fucking <laughs> partner <laughs> have a wizard. identify it. No. no, but you are angry at her, so you know. Mm. And we're going the wrong way. And yeah. I'm just gonna grump about not having a wagon and I have to walk everywhere now, and I have short legs. All right, like bulky legs. <laughs> not by any of you. Lex is going to continue to grump on ahead of everyone else. I mean, if you want to be carried, I, I, I mean, I, I can lift you. Um, but, okay. She's going to hide behind Kaya during this whole trip. It's like, okay. 
Guy is going to make some remark about petulant children somewhere along this walk. Make a passive aggressive check. <laughs> okay, I'm good at those. I'm really proficient. Hold on. I actually just rolled a nat 20. <laughs> What's your passive aggressive score? Oh, that'd be a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charisma. No. Um, I don't know how to show you because I landed on my phone. <laughs> and uh, let's see. It would be about a day and a quarter later from each other, roughly. Day and a half. Day and a half of further travel. Um, we'll say the middle of the day. And somebody roll 2d6 for me. Sure, you you're at that one? Eight. Eight. Oh, as we're going, I am going to continue what I did last time of at intervals. I'm going to cast locate object to see if I can ping ally anywhere. Okay. And I'm going to have uh. What's the range on that? A thousand feet. Make a D100. Make a D100 roll for me. can't read those yet okay i'll use these ones uh double zeros is tens right or like single digits mm -hmm. on a d100 yes we look at it unless you roll yeah. all zeros yeah. uh i rolled rolled six no 60 60 60, 60. okay um and what were the two d6 did somebody do that for me was that a thing eight, eight? did you roll double zero okay. six danny double zero and six so that's six six okay six, six. okay oh yeah uh, you're right you're right i was backwards uh yeah so it is it's really in the center of you guys would be I mean, right on the edge of where the Burundo lowlands and the Eastern Range sort of meet. So going ally, you would be sort of coming uphill and the rest of you would be sort of leaving the grassy area of the Eastern lowlands down into the more of the, the rocky sloping downward um, to the lowlands. Um, and you can see in the sunny sky... A very familiar sight. Your wagon trotting towards you. Um, you can easily pick out the silhouette from a distance. Um, you know, it's probably... You guys are kind of looking downhill at it. Um, you guys probably see a quarter mile down. Um, and you see that there are two large, like, silhouetted riders with it. Um, I'm just going to start trotting that way, going, clip, clap. We're going to see the additional horses. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll call after Una to wait. What? We have any reason? Yeah, we do. I'm <laughs> just going to wait here. I'm going to rush. Why he would heart. bring other people with him. Okay. Um. Okay, I'll stay here. Uh, the car's coming this way anyways. Um, 
can we see? Can you human form or anything? I yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Clip clap. Uh. And she toasts into her normal smaller form. All right. Um. And you guys are approaching the wagon or just staying put? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna moving. be moving forward toward the wagon. Okay. And I recognize. Okay. It. It's still got the cool. shell and everything, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Yes, yep. Yeah. There's, there's no. Um, big- we just no. told to stay put, so she's staying put. Um, and ally, you eventually see your friends um making their way down down the way towards you. <laughs> He's just going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and. They're just gonna. They're gonna. Upon seeing these people, I guess. Are you saying that out loud, or just, you're thinking that in your head? Just thinking that. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah. And eventually, you guys are within, you know, a hundred feet or, of each other. Or so, on sort of a flat, flat plane of rock, and I mean, of, of road, and it's just open grass around you. Little deviations and some divots, and, and but it's pretty much just flat. It's kind uh, of on this. <laughs> yeah, I guess he'll stop in front of him. Okay. Why are you here? Well, someone can't be without you. I'm just going straight up to clip and clap. Um. Does your 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 thing is is it? A disguised self kind of thing? Yeah, Your... basically, yes. It's a... Pre-disguised it's, tr- it's not the... Yeah. yeah, it's pre-1, basically. Yeah. Okay, so so is there a, D- there's a DC... Inve- there's an investigation check involved with it, right? If somebody is... Oh, what? Does it there's say yes, but let me make sure what is my DC is for it. Uh... Read the ability, though, because I also want to make sure... Can yeah, shrink, you can you just get an extra foot of shrinkage. Yeah, on. you can cast uh, detect magic and disguise self. Can seem up to okay. three feet shorter. Oh. Once per short rest, wisdom is your spell casting yeah. ability. Okay, cool. Thank you. So it's a wisdom. Oh. Yeah, so let me check that. Two, eight, plus three. So that'd be thirteen. They, is my save. And they must make an intelligence check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Investigation check. Yes. No one thought to look before. Alright. Yeah, you all approach. The two, and you see as you approach these two, um, and, and now you can, as you like in the in the daylight, yeah, you can actually see the colors of what they're wearing. They're wearing like really dark blue kind of garbs um, that almost like look black in the night. Um, riding atop these, and you guys see too these two fairly striking kind of figures juxtaposed on these giant, like um, almost like steaming horses. Like that's kind of like their energy that they're giving off. Like they almost seem kind of like restless and tense and kind of churning within 
because they're just calm and stoic. Because they're so striking, um, would I have, like, would this strike anything in me? Would I have ever heard any stories of people like this? Women on giant, scary horses? I don't think so. Okay. This, I mean, no stories of what you're seeing come to mind. These two are looking for a furbog uh, that they think that I know. I don't know what a furbog is, but... Uh, yeah. So we're here. They said there was one with me, but I told them it was just me. Well, they can see there isn't one, so... Sorry to disappoint them. New friends, I take going it? Around lately. I don't know. They're not very friendly, but... They said they're going to follow this wagon wherever it went, so... What a strange hobby that must be. And I will... Head into the back of the wagon. As you get up and go to walk into the wagon, um, they dismount from their horses and sort of lead them over to a grassy area just kind of not not far away from the wagon like really close proximity um since you all seem to be stopped and they uh stretch their legs and let their horses graze for a second keeping a very keen eye on all of you i will try to put the orb back in place in the wagon with gold that joe gave me i will head up into the back of the wagon too I'm not sure All how that right. works. I will know in a moment. Because uh, luckily it's easy to remember Gaver, Finky, and Pocket Fortress. Now I just need to find it within the, <laughs> the page. four pages. <laughs> um, uh, it can be deactivated. No. Let's see. Okay. It takes three days to install it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It can be installed in a new location with 100 gold pieces and a successful DC 15 Arcana check, after which it will reactivate and be usable again in three days. All right, well, I'll give it to Kaya to do that. Get it started, at least. Give her the orb and the bag of gold and say, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Sorry, I had to uh, uninstall it, but I got the money to reinstall it. Don't ask how I got it, but uh, I got it, and um, you might want to put it back it was uh, very will... small hiccup and folly on a very large trip of hiccups and follies but I got a story for you guys so before the story what are we going to do for the next after the next hour or so how will we get riding again uh, I figured we were going to Chastiel weren't you all on your way to Chastiel well, one of us stayed behind in the city. So that all of you here. could get to Chastile easy. You guys can hash this out later on the road. But right now, we're going to have a not furball on our hands in an hour. If you want to get moving, then just drive the damn cart. You don't want me to do that. He's well, I don't want you running your mouth either, but that's still happening. You Why are you guys so mad at each other? 
Because we're not in Chastile. I don't know, maybe because one of us still keeps trying doing shit to get himself killed. What did you do, Eric? Uh, I didn't bring food. Lex is just gonna drop his tent in the back of the uh, car without even bothering to like, put it away properly. Just get up into the uh, uh, driver area and make sure everything's ready to go. Uh, I, holding the orb in my hand, look out at where Una is reuniting with Clip and Clop and say, uh, hey, hey, love, I need, I need a hand. Could you help me? I just want to make sure that everything's where we left it. Could you come here for a minute? Yeah, I can take Clip and Clop. I mean, I probably won't be out here because there's people, but I'll be in there. Okay. If you'll get into the car. Alright. Um, so help with Do you know them? No. Can you put that thing in so that we don't have to wait three days? Just, I mean like, we're gonna have to wait three running. days regardless. Yeah, but if we can get the clock running, I mean it might come into play sooner than we think, and having it up and going as soon as possible might be for the best. Well, I don't know. There's a whole lot going do. on, Kaya. Just put it up. I'm going to. Una, do you know them? I don't. Um, and if they're looking for a furball... I'll tap the orb. Put it in. Put it in. <laughs> do I believe her? This can her? wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you she's... I mean, Una, how, I, mean, I guess, Una, how do you, how do you see him right now about this? Um, Una has no clue who these people are. I'm, I'm just trying to, I mean, if I don't act suspicious, then hopefully they don't know I'm suspicious. Um, but I'm going to stay in the cart and hopefully they'll just leave. Uh, that's not going to happen, but orb, orb. Orb. I'm 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 doing it. Shut up so I can do it. And I start the process of reinstalling our Gabberfinkian pocket fortress inside the cart. Make an arcana check. Okay. Uh Arcana, that's plus seven. So eighteen. Eighteen. You you're reinstalling it in the place that you had it before, I assume? In the wagon. Unless there's a better place in the in the wagon to do it, that makes sense. Yeah, we'll put it there. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, are you are you installing it? I mean, because it was kind of like you know disco ball kind of set up before, um, just in the center of the wagon. I'm just curious if there's a specific place you're putting it, or just right back where you had it before. I don't think there's a better place for it, right? Because it has to like there's a ladder type. You have to jump into it. You have to be able to get underneath it to get inside. Isn't you, that? Yeah, you pull. It. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so since you have to get underneath it anyway. Yeah, up in the wagon like a disco ball. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, you hold it up and um, sort of you know, re remembering what you've you know, learned about this thing and, and what the uh, gnomes told you, you hold it up um, and utter some uh, a, a little bit of gnomish that they taught you uh, to activate it. Um and it begins to kind of glow in your hand and it almost seems like there's paneling on the outside that starts to kind of shift around and then just 
pops into place and you remove your hands and it's kind of hovering there in the spot that you placed it. You give it a little push and it seems like it's, you know, attached to the top of the wagon almost. Thank you. And I will head out of the wagon towards the front. Hold on. Let me have the seat next to me for the legs. I'm already sitting there. (laughs) So I said it's been one and a half days, right? Yes. Okay. Didn't you? Didn't you? You stopped with the horses at some point, didn't you? Because they um, got tired. We're, we're. I guess yeah, we're stopping now. So. No, not not. Are we stopping? But like, didn't you stop with the horses before? Have you stopped with them yet? Or is this the first time you're stopping? This, I think, is the first time. Okay. We'll just push them on through. I mean, they're tired. <laughs> like the horses are beat. I mean. No. But. Okay. Well, then I'll go. Not onto the seat and uh, unhook him from okay. the wagon. And... Yeah, and they happily, you know, saunter off onto the grass and start eating. Uh, and I will try to gather everyone back in the back of the wagon. Okay. <laughs> uh, what time of day is it? And, and. Uh, uh, hold on. Just a minute. Clinton, look at your chat real quick. (laughs) Sam, what time of day is it? Uh, midday. For some reason, I thought it was night. Okay. I have, I have an idea if we if we need to stop for a little while. Um, requires a little bit of setup though. All right. Well, we first things first. Why don't we um, tell Lex happy birthday? Because it is Lex's birthday. Found day today. And oh. I will give Lex a hug and tell him happy found day. <laughs> happy found day, Lex. Okay. Remember we talked about all these power. birthdays and hatch days and well, today's your found day. Guess it is. I'm still mad at you. Thank you. Uh, secondly, um, hmm. I don't think we should go back to Spanifix. Ever, maybe? But uh, there's kind of a green dragon in charge of the place now. So, um, well, at least trying to be in charge. Um, the city did get some notice, at least, of... The imminent attack on the place, uh, not much notice, but a, a little bit, and might have been able to throw off a few plans, wrench here or there into the machinery. Um, yeah, probably shouldn't have delivered that apple, um, but, uh... 
Wisdom. Yeah. I'm never what getting happened? any of my stuff back. Oh, uh, well, um... You know, the dragon. Um, she killed the wyvern riders and uh, took over, was trying to take over the city at least. I had kind of left in the midst of it. Um, managed to get, I don't know, a half a day's warning out to the uh, town, to the city, to the foul. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of people were fleeing the city. Rightfully so. Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, that's a. It's happening, you know? Yep. What does the apple have to do with that? Well, I mean, it was like food for the cow. Oh, right, the cow, they uh, fed it to the wyverns and it killed them. Did you know that was going to happen? Uh, if I did, do you think I would have done it, Una? You're right. I'm sorry. Well, the Fire Swain delegation's going to be surprised when they get there. <laughs> yeah, a little surprised, I think. So, warn them? what's happening in the city, then? Um, I don't know, probably fighting. There's a whole bunch of kobolds. Like, little kobold war with the people. I don't know. I didn't stick around very long to find out. I mean, if you did stick around, you probably wouldn't be here right now, because dragon versus... I mean, I would say you're a small ally, but compared to a dragon, you're very, very small and squishy. Like is there something we should try doing if we're out of the city and no one else seems to know? I mean, there's a lot of people that made it out. I'm sure there are people where it has been sent to Fireswain. And we to can Fedra's let people know on our way to Chastile. Yeah, we'll just turn anyone around. Right there are people in that guard tower and they want to know. Is that guard tower going to be before... After? It'll be after the... Turn to get the chest you'll want it. Before. It'll, be, it'll be just a it's day or two. It's between here and Marin's yeah, Gate. We will pass by the, the ramshackle guard tower. If it's still standing. What about Joe? What about the foul? Well, they're fighting. I don't think there's anything we can do in Spanifix right now. Personally. I think that we should carry news of it to Castile, Fedra's Keep, wherever we can. I mean, the uh, Fireswain Kingdom is kind of crumbling at the seams here, but whatever they can do, I guess they'll have to uh, do. Since you uh, delivered the apple, do you think that's enough good graces? If we get the seers down here, we can get them across? Good graces with what? I don't know. I assume the dragon is going oh, to Oh, no. Win. She's going to be real so. mad at me. I, uh, like I said, wrenches into machinery for her plan. I don't think I have any graces left with her. Certainly not good ones. 
when did these others show up? What others? Kind of pointing out to the people. Oh, uh, middle of the night last night. They're unrelated to the dragon. They didn't give a f two chits about the dragon being in Spanifix. This is something of her doing. Not mine, for once. Not this time. <laughs> Not this one. I did it. I'm curious. I'm curious real quick. How are you guys positioning yourselves right now while these two, like, you know, <laughs> dark warrior types are, are hanging out with their fire horses? I just like, are you kind of like that scene from Bonnie <laughs> Python with like the French uh, knights on the wall and they just kind of like look over and then go back to the <laughs> stone. <laughs> oh, I just imagine we're like in, in the wagon. Like, oh, yeah, no, we're in the wagon. Like, like I don't, they, all of you were, can't, they took their horses out to take the, to get some grass. I figured we were being. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 they are very much still keeping an eye uh, as you are in and around the wagon, having this conversation. They are, they seem not like they're listening, but they are keeping an eye. Well, then, yeah, I guess Una. We have Una in the cart, and the rest of us, whoever can fit in there, and then the rest gathered around the back. <laughs> The stairs. Small people get dibs on the cart. Are they pretty much just like making themselves look as suspicious as possible as they're like we're the only ones they could possibly be interacting with all the way out in the middle of nowhere and they're still like 30 feet out? Yeah, I mean they, they I would say they look um, out of place. <laughs> um, they look like singularly focused on whatever it is that they're doing they're not chatting they don't seem to be relaxing all business all time with these two it seems so what do we try and do do we deal with them now sooner than later because well, they can figure out what they want I guess go from there since Una Probably doesn't know do we have us. to figure that out? We yes, just... Una, we have to figure that out. We're not going to be able to just run from this now. I mean... Una, why do they want you? You know something about know. this. Why are you so scared of hey. them, then? Do do I believe Una when she says, I don't know? Uh, Make an insight check. Okay. Una, roll a... Roll a die. <laughs> Persuasion or a intimidation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what you got over there? I don't know what you Tennis got. Rolls. Yeah, what'd you roll? Uh, I got a sixteen over here. I got a seventeen. <gasps> Okay, so Una has no clue. I mean, she has some inclination, but she has no technical clue. You have to tell us if you're a cop. <laughs> Una, you have no idea at all who these people are, what they want, who they are, why they want why you. Are so what do they want you. with you? You don't even have an inclination. <laughs> I mean, you're just, you're just running like from the fact that like people are looking for you, but you have no reason why. We're asking like I left in, home. But the people at home aren't the ones looking for me, and that's the problem. I mean, they might be. I don't know if they hired people. I don't know, but I don't think they would do like hang out with people like that. 
Why? I can yell at him and tell him we have a furball here if you want. No, I'm good. I mean, we can settle it here and now. That's kind of where I'm at with it. Can we not? We're going to have to settle it sooner or later. Um, I'd rather get answers. Let's let's go find out what they want with this furball. Okay. Let's go wait. And I will leave and ignore the wait. I will grab him on his way out if I can then. Make contested strength checks. (laughs) Strength checks? (laughs) Yep. I'll keep right. walking. Well, you can do strength <laughs> versus, I guess, you would try to slip out of it, so you yeah. can make a dex check. Isn't it athletics or acrobatics? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can't catch me. <laughs> 25. Sucks because oh I rolled a nat 20. So did I! <laughs> <laughs> oh, both of you did? Wow. Wow. Well, I still I keep say, walking over to them, too. Okay, yeah, so Ally quickly slips out of your, your away from your grasping hand uh, and heads out, and wow. they, yeah. And as you start walking out, they're just keeping a key eye on you. Wait, the horses wait, 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 are, the horses wait, 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 wait. I can buy you some time. Oh, you are at disadvantage. <laughs> Still oh. over it's 20. a natural one so six nice oh. <laughs> all right so yeah you pull ally he starts to walk out of the wagon and you're like well i assume you probably ally maybe sitting up at the the front looking through the little window or something uh or were you standing yeah i just be in the wagon i think okay okay yeah <laughs> surprisingly strong like a firm hand like you're like just about to go you know gallivanting out there and <laughs> on your vest. <laughs> what? I can buy her a little bit of time. Una, if there's anything you're not telling us, you need to tell us right now. I, I don't... There's... I don't know why they're after me. I left home and those people aren't after me. They're the only people who have a reason to be after me. You're the only people who should, should know that I left home. But I... I don't think that they would come after me like this. I mean, they knew that we left Hornrock with you, so... Yes. I mean, maybe. I don't think so. I, I, I think I left pretty well. I don't think they realized they I left. They knew that we left Hornrock with you. Una, what's special about you? Not just yeah. that you're a furbolg. I can do magic. Alright, well, let's go find out from it. them. She yeah, did yeah, say I'll, it. She I'll did admit too. it. She did say it. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, you can do magic? Yeah. And? Like Kaya. Magic. Hmm. I don't think no. so. <laughs> but we knew that, Una. It's just magic. It's like Lex and Kaya. It's magic. See? And she gets like the little sparkles in the air. <laughs> well, here, maybe they know what's what's special about your magic. We can go ask them. This just—I don't. Let me. I mean, can this problem isn't minutes? going away, Kaya. No, it's not. But I can. They're specifically after her. I could. I could put up the dome and buy her some time. They wouldn't be able to get into her regardless. 
Well, I mean, if we're going to fight him, you might as well put up the dome anyways. Then we can just you know, guerrilla warfare in and out of it. I don't know if that will work exactly, but... Why not? Either way. You can always just go talk to them and see what's up. Yeah, I would really just like to just ask them what's going on. Not I mean, even They like... didn't seem the most forthcoming. Even less so than Una. Maybe they'll talk about their horses. If the conversation you know, if goes south, though, anything, I, need, cool I need 10 minutes to put it up. Well, let, so I'll stop let for me 10 do minutes. That and then go talk to them then. Sorry. If nothing else, I'll have a place to put her that they can't get to her. Yeah, but I'm thinking, like, see you doing that for 10 minutes. Oh. Do it on the Better far side of the wagon. Yeah. I'm gonna do it on the far side of the wagon. We have to stop anyway. The horses are exhausted. Give me your tent. I'm gonna put up camp. We, we have stopped. to rest somewhere. Like, we haven't moved. Exactly. I'm gonna put up camp. I have a perfectly good reason to set you, it up you now. Just said, you just said to stop the horse. And like we're, we No, we've already have... stopped the horses, I said. We've stopped okay. the horses. The wagon is stopped. Just give me a few minutes to set up camp. We can keep up this ruse for at least another ten minutes. What are they seeing as this is all going on? Like us arguing. <laughs> as, as we look over at them and like our kobold forcibly ripped away. <laughs> you know, they're just kind of like heads on swivels, just sort of scanning everything. There it seems like between the two of them, there's always one set of eyes looking directly at you all. Observing but not intruding in any way. Yeah, that's just kind and of the crazy. horses are just kind of standing there now. Like, these are really weird horses. Like, you'd think they'd be exhausted, and they're just kind of standing there. You're not even how really sure if they ate grass. How far away from me are they? The horses? Them? Um, yeah, just all together. Like, uh, You guys would be... Let's see. I guess, are you... Are you pulling the wagon away first to set up camp? Or because you guys would have been We're still on the road. Aren't we? You would have you wouldn't have unhitched in the middle of the road. You would have pulled off to the side, right? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So you would be Hold on. Um Oh, fifty feet, sixty feet away. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> no. Trying to sense magic won't do anything from here. Well, then you, and I point at Una, help me set up camp. Um, I, I I, can try. If we're on the far side, I can just remember my proportions. Lex is just going to grab one of the tents are and start a bit setting different it up outside. Than it looks. <laughs> well, I just don't want her to like leave the wagon and walk right into the tent. Like That feels equally as suspicious. You don't have to set the tent up. You can like set up food and stuff. Okay. Take an inventory of what's in the wagon. Just do something we would normally do. Everyone just act cool. And we'll start moving about the wagon. It's my foundation. And Lex, happy birthday. And I get out of the wagon. <laughs> no, I wasn't mean about that. I wouldn't be mean about that. I don't know. Right. It's found day anyways. Happy found day. So I grab my book and on the far side of the wagon 
start casting. I grab the tent on my way out, and I set it on the ground, and I start casting my spell. Right. I mill about haphazardly trying to put up a a couple two-person tents, try and make a take as long as I can. Right. I will watch the horses. Because I'm exhausted. Like I play throw the word "ragon" into conversation a couple of times, like while we're doing this, like it's a fucking dragon doing there. Just make it sound like maybe we're arguing about something okay. else, like I don't know, a dragon that they've already heard about. I'm gonna walk over to the riders while this is going on. Okay. Of course you are. Of course you are. All right. <laughs> Blood pressure. <laughs> After about eight minutes of putting tents up. As long as they're up, I'll probably head over and join Eric. <laughs> right. So, uh, walk over. cool horses you guys got. I think they care. They're of no interest to... Uh, they're of no interest to you. Oh. Okay. So, uh, I figured we'd be traveling together for a while. Uh, according to our friend so I thought I'd just come over and say hi see how things are going your presence is noted is that a good thing or a bad thing as long as it remains merely that a presence nothing more we truly have nothing to say to you you guys don't have any hobbies And they just look at you. Dead silence. Okay, nice talk. And I'll head back to the wagon. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, Lexi, as you start to walk up, I mean... They're just staring blankly at Eric, and he's starting to turn around. I'll keep walking up. Okay. As we pass, good luck. So, you guys don't really have any gear, it looks like. Do you guys need provisions for the road? Anything to eat? We manage. We need nothing from you. I mean, if that's the case, you guys could just keep riding. We really don't have anything. We'll remain with the wagon. Okay. Do you mind? Why is our wagon so interesting to you? It's of no interest to you. No, the merit of the fact I'm asking me is very interesting to me. We'll be remaining with your wagon for as long as we see fit. That's all you need to know. What are your guys' names? That's of no interest to you. Well, if you guys really want to just be with the cart and wagon and everything, I'll just take my sword and just kind of like set it up in front of me and just like drip, uh, um, hang my arm across the hilt. I guess 
I'm just gonna hang out with you guys. Suit yourself. Yeah. You know, just try and be friendly. It's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and they, again, your presence to them seems to almost go, I mean, they continue. Oh, I'm just they keep move, asking they, stupid questions. Oh, and they're and they are ignoring you completely. I mean, they can try. <laughs> I can ask I mean, a if lot. That, if of that's all you, if that's all you're doing is just talking to them, they're just gonna <laughs> ignore you. Um, so your camp is set up. Um, it is. I mean, yeah. What do you got? What are you guys doing? Your camp gets set up. It's probably you know. A, Little after mid afternoon. Um, going in the dome before her thing, her sky self wears off. Uh, I look at the sky, which has has some sun coming through it. I believe it was earlier. Mm-hmm. That's sunny out. And I open the tent door and I usher her inside. Then we'll go straight in. Out of yeah. Is there a tent in the dome? Yeah. Can you just walk through it? <laughs> I don't think you need a tent in the dome, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want them to see her when the thing falls off. Oh, so you set up an extra tent. I want somewhere for her to hide. I thought it was opaque or like. I set up, yeah. set up the tent. I mean, it can. It looks like it's. Like a solid color, be. isn't it? I guess it, it could be. Yeah. I thought it was opaque. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I could do it. But you can see out of it. <laughs> I, I guess in my brain it was always like translucent. Drops again. <laughs> Just me back with the riders, and it's like, you guys ever get like weird dreams? Because like, I don't the know. Yeah, cool. So, so you are fine. You don't. I don't need a tent inside. It's fine. How much money would it take for you to spend a night? Cemetery alone. I did weirdly just think about that. So after about an hour, after about an hour of or so, after seeing that you are indeed setting up camp and you guys seem like you're all set up, um, the two, which they are, I would I would note they're clearly elvish, by the way, very short in stature, um, wood elf looking types, um, and they come over and they. Sit not in your camp, but about twenty feet away from it, and they just sit down on the ground. I'm gonna take both a, staring at you. Take a good old sleep in the dome. All right. And I'll say, wake me up if you want anything. I guess I'll well, take yeah, first watch know. with them. I mean, we're afternoon, so, so we can be up for a bit. I guess we're staying here for the day, then? Well, we yeah, have to. The horses are exhausted. As the horses lay down, fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. You can see that they got these blinged out golden horseshoes on. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you look at them. So actually, it wouldn't have taken you 
you would have you would have made even better time on them it would have taken you less than a day to get to them no okay well they would have been slower nice. coming towards it yeah it doesn't i'm just it's fine <laughs> wibbly wobbly timey whatever no yeah. problem right now so these two uh when ally goes to lay down i look over at the wagon with the shell on top and i grab my pouch and i walk over to it and very softly i say in draconic are you up there little one here chink, chink, chink. moving of coins and the little Head pops out, looks at you. Little tongue flickers out. I hand him a gold coin. These two little paws like raccoon hands come <laughs> firing out, grabs it. You hear it get tossed down into the uh, uh, little pot of coins at the bottom. Um, and you hear kind of a nestling sound. It's the dragon, is the pseudo dragon sitting down on its new coin you get this kind of like warm like hmm kind of like warm blankets on you kind of feeling are you okay has it been all right without us um you are you feel surprisingly full like you have this feeling of of like the like comfort and like unexpected satisfaction that we were gone or that we're back <laughs> <laughs> you got fed a lot of food <laughs> with the <laughs> phone. what do you think about them and I'll just nod my head over at the people who are following our wagon you're asking the pseudo dragon? Yeah. All right. Uh, um, let me see here. Hold on a minute. Let me pull up Mr. Dragon Boy here. <laughs> He's like a very perceptive little guy. I'm curious. Sleep sniper yeah. Um they they He kinda of looks over at him and, and it seems like it's they're they're over there. Who cares? Well, I'm glad to see you safe. <laughs> you hear it splash down back into its coins. And then I'll head back into the dome. Can somebody make sure to add a gold coin to the dragon shell hoard? I don't have his hoard. Yeah, Do we have I his will. hoard somewhere? Yeah, it's okay, on the take a wagon sheet. Of it. All right. So you guys just hanging out into the evening and through the night? Yeah, Luna will read her like Guide to Lesser Gods. I think it's the only book she has on her. 
and just gonna sit there and wait patiently. All right. Anything in particular you're looking for in this book? Um, I don't think there's anything particular other than like looking at like again like what is she gonna look for like any guys that deal with that like horses giant okay. horses um okay. and she like still looking for like information about like uh fur bogs and what they like and stuff like that okay um okay um make a uh i don't think it'd be in that book though yeah, I mean, there, there are definitely, there's definitely stuff about not so much like gods with horses, but you like there's stuff in there about like horse worship and things like that, um, and uh, you know spirits of horses and 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 the like, but nothing about specifically like a horse god, um, and then you know nothing really about fur bulbs. Um yeah. nothing about them specifically she'll just read then alright so just passing into the evening and setting up watches then I think so we might need to redo the dome it's good for we will at eight, eight hours. hours. Oh, eight hours? Okay. So you would have set it up around, I don't know, probably two o'clock or so? Maybe one o'clock, two o'clock? Mm-hmm. So you'd have to do it And I would have t- warned everybody before we, like, set up that, like, well, I guess I'm going to have to, like, guess when it's going to come down to see if I can match it up. I mean, isn't it gonna immediately fall whenever you try recasting, anyways? Or oh, I guess so, yeah, I can just recast yeah. it. So at like the six-hour mark, I will then recast the dome. Like after I feel six hours or so has passed, I'll do it again. Okay. I will awaken after my up. eight hours of sleep. Yeah, I'll take the first watch and. Just make sure they don't try and make a move when, while the dome is down for a momentary period of time. Okay. And just keep trying to talk to them about the dream I had. Because <laughs> I don't really have answers from anyone else, so... It's kind of nice to be able to just talk aloud to someone that doesn't seem like they're judging. Keep bonding. When Allie wakes up, uh, if Lex is over elsewhere yeah we'll say it's about nine o'clock right now allies waking up Luna's been reading her book eric's been hanging out lex has been harassing the two people sitting on the ground two wood elf twin looking types kyle what were you you you, you recast it then and well a little bit earlier than that so that's the moment we're at nine o'clock here allies waking up from his nap When I'm done recasting the dome, uh, I will dig into my bag and the rubbing that I took of what Lex scraped into the rock with his sword, 
Uh, I will unfold it in front of Ally. And I'll hand it over to him. Lex had a very peculiar dream last night. And he carved this into a rock while he was sleeping. It looks a little familiar. Yeah, I'll gesture. Not quite the it. same, but uh, pretty close, I guess. So it's like two streams of water kind of breaking through a, a, a dam or something, and then there's like a gem in the middle, right? That was that was the was that it, or just the breaking? Mine? Do you guys remember the, the symbol? It was breaking the water. Water was was there yeah, anything? I else? Water in the dam. I don't remember the gem. Was oh, there? I mean, I might be making that up. Let me check the my, notes again. My tunic has a dam breaking in the world falling out. Right. Let me find my notes and. Oh, great. I didn't write it down. Um, A broken dam with... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a broken dam with a gush of water running, running through it. Yeah. His eyes turned all white and we couldn't wake him up. Can you do this? Yeah, I'm, I mean, it looks familiar. It's the same kind of idea, I guess. It's how the world was created. A, a dam broke and the world fell out of it? Yeah, I mean, there was like a big confluence of energy and the dam holding it back broke and the world was a piece of that energy that fell out of it. We're all a piece of that energy that fell out of it. That's what the key running through everything is. I don't know if this is a question for Ally or for the DM, but is that like a common knowledge slash theory, or is that specific to the monastery? I would say there can be, you know, equally powerful forces of, you know, life and magic in different ways all present in the earth and, and in the world at the same time um, competing with one another sometimes pushing against each other um, but the the sort of story of existence on this on the material plane does revolve around the idea of an arcane flood leaning to sort of the beginning of life on the material plane. You were awake when he drunk like this before. Did he do anything like this? Have you seen him do this? Not, nothing artistic. I'm afraid I don't know what it means. I was hoping you'd have some more answers. Not, uh, I mean, I, like I said, looks like my tunic, but I got nothing for you. <laughs> Maybe he was just dreaming of you. Maybe. He's really worried about you. Okay. <laughs> I think he's going through some stuff. 
It's his birthday, and I mean, like, the world's <laughs> kind of falling to shit. He doesn't know who it is. Do you just figure out that he's going through some shit, or is this, like, a, some new shit that I don't know about? I mean... He's been... Some kind of... Breaking up? Yeah. been very for the last couple days. You broke up through all of that? He's been some kind of moody. I'm just going to say it again. He's been some kind of moody before, but he's just been very angry the last few days. Puberty. I've never seen him this angry. It's puberty. It's puberty. <laughs> His shins hurt because he's growing. <laughs> yeah. He's hungry. <laughs> he's always hungry. He eats a box of cereal at breakfast <laughs> and for a snack. <laughs> Uh, he's supposed to have three pizzas to himself, but he didn't get a single one. We need to update my jump calculator. Did he get a growth spurt? Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's, I don't know what you want me to say or do. He's, he's lax. I mean, he's like an enigma at the worst of times and a goofball at the best of times. So. There wasn't anything in particular I wanted you to say. I just... I wanted you to know, I guess. Oh, I appreciate it. I will keep an eye out on him. Meanwhile, I'm outside. Do you guys want to see just a talking. snake? <laughs> I don't have that anymore. I'm just outside. It's like, I just... I don't feel like anyone really understands me, and like I don't understand me, so like that's fair, I guess. But I don't know. It, it gets kind of lonely. I, uh, maybe I don't know if you guys experience that at all or anything like that. Uh, where's everyone else while this is all? So Kaya and Ally are in the tent, in no. the dome, in the dome. Yeah. Una's in the dome. Yep. Eret, where you at? Back of the wagon. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Let's go ahead. Say uh, I will head out of the dome and over to Lex. Uh, Are you guys starting to fire or anything? I mean, at this point, it's it's dark. I figure we made food, so I thought it. I just kind of assumed we had fire. Okay. Oh yeah, I thought about that in okay. the creating of camp. Okay, cool. Just check. Uh, have you made any uh, interesting conversations, Lex? They're really good listeners and little more. Oh, well that's nice of them. Uh... Do you think we should get going at some point here? Um, with a dragon taking over Spanifix and all, and she's kind of mad at me. I really don't want to hang out here too long. Should we gather everyone and maybe set out for a little bit? If you or think the horses can take it, I guess. Well, they just had eight hours of rest. I think they'll be good to go. Didn't Kaya just put down another one of those sphere things? Yeah, but she can, I mean... Do it again later if she needs. 
I don't want what I left behind really catching up if we can avoid it. All right. Seems we have enough problems, and I will gesture at the two ladies uh, without, you know, a giant green dragon breathing noxious fumes in our faces. It might be better to just wait, I say, from the wagon. Blend in with all the refugees. We kind of stand out. Yeah, shell. Black wagon, motley crew, their black, horses, black smoking horses. No one knows we have the smoking horses yet. They're gonna, they're gonna stand out either way, though. I think maybe they'll stand out and make us blend in, or maybe they'll deal with whatever comes after us because they need us alive to get to what they want, right? I know. Say at the, the two ladies. <laughs> <laughs> They don't seem receptive. <laughs> well, up to you all. I will ask Kaya and uh, see what they think as well. And I will ask Kaya and see what they think as well. <laughs> well... I can put this up again later. I have absolutely no desire to deal with a dragon ever again, so I am all for hightailing it. I had enough time to Stats. be able to transform again. So, yeah, we can leave. I can come out of here. Alrighty. I will gather the horses, and if you guys want to pack up camp, I will Maybe gather we'll the horses. Back. Alright, stop the hinkle dingle. So Una transforms into a human, you guys leave the, the dome. And as you all exit, the two wood elves stand up and begin walking towards you. And they both walk up towards Una. And they have this bag on their hip and they just say, we have something for you. And they reach into the bag and they pull out what looks like this small metalish looking box. Um, maybe about the size of like an egg carton. Are you sure it's, I mean, for and they just reach out and extend a hand to you. Um, does it seem dangerous? Seems like a metal box heavy from two like um, it's no it's it's uh make a make an intelligence check seems the most dangerous oh, this is gonna... sorry nature check make dangerous. a na make a nature check nature check nature. i'm sorry yeah uh, that's gonna be a 12 yeah 12 okay uh it, it seems like it's yeah it's some sort of some sort of metal um but it, it just is a metal box yeah so like cautiously reach up and grab it. Can I cast detect magic? Sure. Um, as you focus on the area around you and kind of 
channel your senses inward, drawing from what you're feeling around you. Um, a lot of things pop on your friends. The bag on their one of their hips uh, pops for you. The box does not. Okay. And they say... One of hmm? two things. <laughs> and um, she says you should open it. Um, I will. And I she, like, she just, like, just opens it. Like, okay. As you open it, Una, you feel your hand lurch downward. Like as if as if a massive foot is stepping on top of the box and just pushing your hand down. You pull your hand out of the way as the box just slams into the ground, and what's forcing it down is this black billow of smoke that just fires out and ember and this dark plume of smoke forcefully slams the box down on the ground and erupting out of the uh, box is a whirling dervish of angry red eyes and thick steel chains that springs out of this box. The rest of you all watch as you are in it, those of you standing directly around Una are immediately engulfed. Your vision cuts and everything goes dark. It is pitch black. And that's where we'll pick it up next time. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us for episode 37 of Duck Duck Dice. You are welcome around the table with us anytime and as we oh we'll be playing next week too mm-hmm. probably i'm pretty sure we'll be playing next week you know oh, yeah. um Sorry. yeah you just way to go no we'll we'll yeah so hopefully see you next uh next monday um, for sam's found day for my yeah. found day oh yeah uh <laughs> yes and as we always say in the game of life and all others roll on